0: The Idaho Technology Council presents Innovation Matters, a look at innovators, rule breakers, and thought leaders from across Idaho. From our studios in beautiful downtown Boise, here is your host, the CEO and founder of the Idaho Technology Council, Jay
1: Larson. Hello, this is Jay Larson with Innovation Matters, and today is Monday, February 13th, 2023, and we have the opportunity to have David Smith with us. Dave, thanks for being on uh, Innovation Matters matters with us thanks jay no it's great to be here and looking forward to this conversation well this is a it's going to be a great uh could tell us a, uh you know so obviously you're uh, you're um, you're with clearwater analytics tell us what you do at clear clearwater analytics
0: yeah so uh at clearwater analytics i've had a couple of different roles but right now i'm really responsible for our technology strategy and digital transformation uh, I'm also the site leader for our Boise engineering uh, R&D firm Good. which is about 275 employees wow. here in Boise in the Boise metropolitan area so we're really focused on you know migrating our works work uh, and infrastructure to the public clouds and that's been a big effort of ours uh, and mine uh, over the last year uh, and then previous to that I've run various engineering functions at Clearwater as well as other
1: firms very nice I, I mean that's for what you're doing right now is probably uh, from a vision standpoint it's going to be one of the biggest things that Clearwater is focused on, right? I mean, you you've got a, a major major role and um, big responsibility there.
0: Yeah, no, it is. It's uh, it is our number one R&D priority for this year. Yeah. it's a lot of lot of resources and budget assigned to it. So it, we're looking forward to making that transition. We've we've got a lot of a lot of already happening, and engineers are excited about it. So yeah, it's a it's a big effort. Um, Along with it, else sets us up for expansion globally as we move into Europe and Asia, and having our infrastructure deployed across the globe for all of our customers. And that's
1: got to be a big change. I mean, you've you've obviously done a lot of stuff over in uh, around Ireland and all these other places in Europe. But this is a, a big another big part of Clearwater is to go more uh, more international.
0: That's correct. Yeah. No uh you know we're, we're seeing a huge shift in, in uptick in global customers uh, both our customer base is going global so companies buying uh, other companies globally as well as just selling more into the european and asian markets uh, similar to what we did here in the united states uh capturing and moving you know legacy software platforms to our saas platform uh, the european and asian markets are are excited to have that as well they we want that uh, but they also need their data in-country. I mean, it's very important for them from a data security, data privacy perspective and various regulations. So that requires us to be able to deploy our products into into those regions oh. and run them there locally. So, so we, we'll we probably have at some
1: point talk about this international things at another time, all yeah, right? definitely. So we have two things I'd like to talk about really quick is about you. And uh, then the second part, where we're going to talk about Develop Idaho, which is the crescendo event for the Computing Alliance and the Idaho Technology Council. So. And you and McKinsey Brown with Microsoft are the co-chairs of that. So, um, but first, let's talk about you. You've you've lived in Boise for approximately sixteen years, right? That is correct. So, talk about this. You're a Delaware guy. uh, Has all all these? uh, This your your dad and your family still lives in Delaware, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Um, my wife is from Maryland, and I know that you guys might have seen each other or a whole with beach or something yeah, like that, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the uh, so talk about that migration, how you came out to, to Idaho.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, as, as you mentioned, yeah, my family still lives in Delaware. My father was a lifelong DuPont employee. For those of you who know anything about the East Coast, DuPont is synonymous with Delaware. They were founded, that company was founded in the 1700s. Um, And so we had moved around, but Delaware was always home. And so after graduating college in Delaware, I had started working there for Hewlett Packard, then eventually made my way out to the Bay Area and spent six or seven years uh, there working uh, at a FinTech startup, uh, and then moved here to to Boise, the Boise area in 2006 when we had our third child. Uh, And I was one of the first, I think, one of the original remote workers. So I worked remote and commuted back to the Bay Area um, you know, from 2006 to 2019. Uh, and then in 2019, obviously, I joined Clearwater, which allowed me to spend a lot more time at home, which I
1: seriously enjoyed. That must have been, a, a, uh, that must have been fun. So, Because now you don't, have to, you don't have to travel as much, right? You don't have to always no. be on a plane every day, right? <laughs> no,
0: no, I was traveling pretty much every week. I'd hop wow. on a plane and met a lot of, lot of people here in the Treasure Valley, did the same thing. You, you'd meet them on a Monday morning flight out and, yeah. and see them on the Thursday or Friday flight home.
1: What kind of, uh, did you, when you went to, you went to the University of Delaware, right? Correct. And did you get, what kind of degree, degree computer did science. you get? A CS degree. So, uh, yeah, okay. I,
0: yeah, I had a computer science degree from the University of Delaware. Nice. Go blue hens! Yeah, go blue hens! You gotta
1: like that part. Um, and I know, I know your uh, your wife is from Philadelphia, and I'm sure that you had a little bit in that Philadelphia Eagles uh, game against Kansas City yesterday. Yes,
0: right? uh, we were a little disappointed with the refereeing at the end there. Yeah. so we think the Eagles should have won. Yeah, we got to throw <laughs> a flag on the referees, right? That's what it is. All right, but it so, was a great game. It was great. And congrats to the Kansas City team. Yeah, exactly. it, was, it was definitely uh, fun to watch. So it
1: was fun to watch. Go Andrew Reid. But anyway, the one thing I was going to say. Uh, with you that I think is um, interesting is that we've had so many people come through here in the last several years, especially since COVID, and pe- we've talked to so many people that moved to to the Boise area, and and Idaho, and, and and most of the people we ask them, well, why'd you move? And they always say two things. They say they wanted the outdoors; it was such a big thing, and that you know they love the outdoors. And then the second thing they always would throw out would be. Uh, it had to do with values so did that have the same thing with you was there anything about value the structure of values or did does that hit you at all
0: oh absolutely I mean when we moved here we were looking for a place to raise our family we were looking for a place that was heavily outdoors yeah Uh, my wife had grown up in the mountains Uh, she was you know anxious to be back to a place where she could ski regularly um, and really, just the, the Boise community just felt so welcoming and, and just, you know, we dropped in and, uh, you know, met so many great people. And we've seen, you know, the the town grow a lot, but I think maintain a lot of those values and a lot of that core belief system. You know, I, I love, you know, growing up on the East Coast and then moving to the West. I feel that I would never thrive back on the East Coast. I love that Western independence, that Western, you know, uh, I think the way they think about it is just go get it and go after the problem right, right and yeah. that, that 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 you know helping each other is core here but in, in expecting each other to kind of work together i think also too just the um just the community in general as it's grown is is maintained those values so definitely a huge point of.
1: yeah i like that and, and i do uh, i do think that's kind of fun uh, it's the expectation when you live in a place like this is how you you help each other um not that you don't have that on the west I and mean, on the east coast, but it's it's just there's a, a good fabric about that, yeah. isn't there? So absolutely, yeah. And I think it's
0: it's really important for us as as we see the valley grow, not to lose that identity. Yeah. And also, you know, which is a call to action for us to get back to the community, invest in in you know the kids that are coming up.
1: And, and I I really like what you just said there because I think that's one of the big things that some people get a little bit shaky about is. Um, the fear that we're going to lose the identity of of you know the values that you just taught, that you just described and how important they are, um, meaning that it's just great great to be able to have a neighborhoods where you can have your kids go out and play, uh, you can uh, you have respect for each other uh, regardless if you have different viewpoints, um, and it's just a, a great place for people to be able to to uh, raise their kids like you were talking about. Now you've got uh, your youngest is now probably. Um, my senior is in high school.
0: Yeah, my youngest is a sophomore in high school, and then my oldest is a junior uh, taking classes at Boise State. Okay.
1: So, so good, good. So you got to uh, continue. So here, um, now let's talk a little bit about, uh, as we shift a little bit, um, you and McKinsey Brown um, are our co-chairs for this year's uh, Develop Idaho. And this is uh, like our 12th year we've done Develop Idaho Um it's a fantastic event. You guys have done a wonderful job on this. I think it's it's, it's kind of focused on the tech scene, and kind of the history of the tech scene, and where we are today, and where we're going to go in the future. Kind of right?
0: Yeah, I think it, it's it's really focused on bringing community. Uh, you know, when we started this process of, of of you know forming the committee and starting to talk about the conference, the topic of Zoomtown came up. You know, I remember being here at the ITC, and we were all sitting around the table talking about what was going on in Boise and the broader Idaho ecosystem. And, and um, you know, the Wall Street Journal and other you know newspapers were talking about how Boise was becoming the Zoom town. And we thought all of these people that have traditionally lived in other parts of, of the United States, but now can work remotely, have moved here. How do we build connections? How do we build community with them? How do we expand the ecosystem that exists here in the Idaho uh, technology uh, community and incorporate them and use and use that to help just bolster the entire system right. and improve it. I think you look back at, you know, uh, where we started, you know, 20 years ago in in uh, in Boise and the broader Idaho tech community and where we've come to today. We're just seeing this huge evolution and you mentioned earlier of of kind of this mid-market company, companies like Clearwater Analytics or Count or uh, Cradle Point and T-Sheets, who's now part of Intuit, these these changes, they're just really seeing that. And and that ecosystem now has put us really on the map, you know, where we see now venture capital coming in. We see other companies looking at Boise, you know, obviously the investment Micron's going to be making, you know, over the next few years is going to have a huge impact in the valley
1: monster and and then you have all these things that are going on like you're saying love every starts coming on plex track has all these things visit pay has a success and then you've got uh, the companies like mw animal health that's been bought by a pet pittsburgh i mean a a, a, um, pennsylvania company um in amerisource bergen and you end up having um other companies uh, like uh Uh, truckstop.com. I mean, there's really a big middle market now that we didn't really have 20 years ago. You're exactly right.
0: Well, and you're also seeing companies like, you know, one of our sponsors, Meta, you know, looking at building a huge data, working on building a huge data center here in in the Treasure Valley. That's huge. I mean, so we're seeing other companies come in, um, you know, and it's been a while since, you know, Hewlett Packard, you know, got established here from the Bay Area. We're seeing more and more of that happen. And as more people realize uh, the the value of the Treasure Valley and kind of wanting to work here and, li- and live here, uh, I think you're going to see more and more people. And, you know, one of our speakers is coming from Dropbox. Uh, her name's Jolene DeCourt. And she was telling me when we were talking that they have over 30 employees now from Dropbox that are live in the live in the Idaho area but uh, work for Dropbox. The work Dro- for- Dropbox is a remote-first remote yeah. company right. now. So a bunch of these people I'm sure moved in the last couple of years from either – the, you know, the Bay Area or Seattle or other parts of the country.
1: It, it's interesting on that, Dave. We had a – the Technology Councils of North America did a TECHNA. They did mm-hmm. a survey, and they, they identified the most remote working places in the United States that had remote workers, you know. And number one was Tennessee. And it's, it's per capita too, right? Yeah. So it's uh, – but the number two was Idaho. Hmm. And I think that that speaks a lot where a lot of people moved here, and you – and we all see it. We 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 talk to a lot of different people, and they they like Dropbox. They mm-hmm. might have thirty people now that work in Idaho. Well, how did that work out? Yeah. You know, um, and how's that working? Let's kind of turn this just for a second. Clearwater and the remote workings. We had James Price speak, uh, who was uh, who's part of your chief, uh, one of your major sea uh, um, level folks have been working uh, you know within Clearwater and he talked about how there's been a big shift to have remote workers and how it might be a sea kind of a shift back to in person type things too and, and maybe a hybrid of that what are your what are your thoughts there now
0: no i i definitely see that i mean we're we're actively talking about having people be more spend more time face to face we feel that innovation is really key to having that but we also want to have flexibility i see you know clearwater specifically sees you know development centers continuing here in boise and growing as well as we've we have an office now in seattle we have an office in the bay area We have a large presence in India, and we just uh, started working on building out a development presence in Scotland in our Edinburgh office. So, looking to hire there, and it's 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 both a you know where is there talent that we can recruit, as well as having time zone coverage for a global company, and then having you know resources that understand their local markets Uh, for a business like ours that has to deal with complex regulatory requirements. Having people in those areas that understand you know, the nuances of European, uh, finances and European, you know, uh, accounting versus the United States as well as in Asia. So having that global diversity, but yeah, we're, we're seeing more and more of our people come into back to office more regularly. Um, and but having having
1: that. having that flexibility that you were talking about, right? right? So you can have some more flexibility, but you still have that. They're coming to get you, Dave, if you don't hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's absolutely right. I think employees have realized that the benefit of having flexibility yeah. in their personal lives is super key to their happiness. Yes. But we've also said, you know, we did, I'll give an example. We did uh, ask me anything about coming back to the office more. And one of the questions I was up speaking in front of, you know, a few hundred folks here at the Boise uh, facility. And one of the questions I asked is how many people had had their children in a virtual school setting? And, you know, probably 75, 80% of the people in the room I mean, they, they didn't like it, right? raised their hand that their yeah. kids were in this virtual school. And I would say, and how many people think think it worked well? Yeah. for their family and, and three people have kept their hands up out of the 150 or so people right. in the room and so it's, it's obvious like we're as I said we're humans we're meant for social interactions we're meant for innovation there are times that um uh you know our social batteries might be drained and we want to go off and you know do heads down focused work but you know building businesses requires that in-person experience at times or requires the yeah. tools to really make that happen so
1: yeah, we we just uh, it just pops into mind. I just had a person who's working on a big accelerator program, really high powered one. It's um, a CS grad from NNU, and she took a job down at, down at Stanford, and she is now working by herself on Zoom all the time, or you know, or Teams, whatever, right? And doesn't have any social interaction. And she's going. I I'm, I'm in and my understanding is when I talked with her, she just it's she's not she 's not thriving in that environment right we're all like you're talking about there's some, some part of us that are social animals we need to have a piece of that so so anyway, I told her, I, I pointed to you this was over at the uh, um, 50 to the a celebration we had I said, see the tall guy over there go talk to him
0: <laughs> yeah no it's interesting I think we have some you know two two speakers from Dropbox and Basecamp that are going to talk about this and yeah. and the need for connection even if the company decides to go remote first they still have to make a very Cognizant effort to build connections within their firm as well as having their company build connections within the community And so that I think is really insightful and, You know, I, I think the one thing that I will say and we can you know, we can uh, this is my opinion uh, Is that the thing I've learned is that kind of this half-in-half-out? Scenario doesn't work great like companies that like really invest in being remote only and figuring out how to bring people together at certain times I think it's valuable, are companies that have like bias towards more in person, but right. staying in the middle, I think it's you kind of lose on both sides, you know, because you don't make the right investments I'm, in the in, on on in the right time. So.
1: Okay, so so let's let's fi- tell us a little bit more about anything else. I mean, other things are going on. You just talked a little bit about this Dropbox and some g- great great examples of that. What else uh, do you, would you like to highlight regarding um, develop Idaho, which is this Thursday, the sixteenth. At Boise State at 9 a.m. in the morning till about 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 3 p.m. And it's going to have a social hour. Yeah, we'll talk about right. social hour in a second. But yeah. what do you, anything else you'd like to highlight? Well,
0: yeah, I think, so, first and foremost, we have, you know, Rich Stuppy, who has been, you know, for those that have been in the Treasure Valley texting for a while, no, know, all know him. Crazy He's giving good. us our keynote. He, he has seen kind of the start of, like, he started early on at Albertsons when they yeah. were a small company, saw it grow, then, you know, left and joined a startup, saw it grow, and a lot of uh, experiences in the, in the broader Idaho tech ecosystem. So I think that's gonna be a great talk. Then we have, uh, you know, we kind of laid down on four tracks, um, you know, so infrastructure and security, develop, development and product, um, you know, the future of work, as well as kind of emerging technology. So there's a great slate of speakers from a variety of companies, both here, based here in Idaho, as well as some that are coming in from out of town. I think there's something for everybody to find. You know, whether you are a developer, whether you're in management, whether you're interested in a new career, um, whether you're interested in emerging technologies. I mean, you know, Silverdraft, which is doing some really neat stuff in AR and VR, is going to be there talking. Um, you know, we have uh, Slalom, who's our presenting sponsor, is, is doing a talk on unified customer experiences. And it's, a, you know, uh, I've spoken with them a few times and there's some really interesting ideas that they're bringing to the table on how to really build a great customer experience. And so I think that's gonna be a great talk. So I think the hard decision is gonna be what what not to go to because no, you've no, you got I've so many that. good choices, you know? And so I think it's it's really important, um, you know, for that. And then as you mentioned, afterwards we have uh, a tech mixer uh, that we're sponsoring um, where people can get together and again building the network, building the community, um, and one of the things I'd encourage, too, as well, for people that are attending is we have a number of, you know, nonprofits coming to talk, whether it's Girl Scouts of America, Idaho Women in Technology,
1: Idaho uh, STEM Action Center, STEM
0: Action Center uh, FIRST Robotics, which is near and dear to my heart, uh, is a, a, with a son that participates heavily in, in FIRST and FRC. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of great uh, companies there and there's going to be a lot of great booths to go visit uh, companies that are both hiring like Clearwater as well as having products. Yeah. So
1: I, I first robotics, by the way, is an awesome deal. So um, that's you're right. So you're going to have like 12 uh, sessions and you have to really only attend three. Right. right. So that's going to be a hard one. I look at this. This is gonna, I'm looking at this. I'm saying I'm not sure which ones I would go to because there's so many good ones. So um, we are going to
0: record them all. Uh, okay, and so good. we'll have them available, you know, on YouTube after. after
1: and that's going to be on the Idaho Technology Council YouTube channel, which we'll have them all on there, so you people can catch up with those. That's great. So, um, all right. So, so this, uh, this, I think you mentioned something. This, um, uh, and I, uh, this slalom is our lead sponsor, and then our lunch sponsor is Regents Blue Shield, and Clearwater is there's a there's going to be over at um, Payette Brewery. Correct there's going to be a kind of a, a, a opportunity for networking, right? So why is networking so important at this thing? What are your thoughts there?
0: Well, I think, I mean, going back to what we are, the original uh, the idea of this, of what was the anchor for this, this year's conference was bringing people together when it's a, we're in a, a Zoom town or a Zoom community. So there's so many people in Idaho that are doing remote work and there's such a great Idaho tech ecosystem. How right. can we bring those people together and then build those connections and network? So that's number one. Number two, and, you know, uh, there are a lot of companies that are still growing. You know, Clearwater Analytics is a great example. I think we have 80 positions we're adding to our payroll this year just in R&D. You know, and wow. so, like, there's companies that are hiring. So, it's an opportunity for maybe somebody that moved here that's doing remote work is looking for another role. I know, you know, other companies are as well. So, there's local local opportunities. Right. I think, um, yeah, and then, you know, broadly, just, you know, I've found that the, the best – uh, networking op- The best uh, people I've met are in these networking opportunities. You know, it's like so it creates these these connections where, um, you know, I as an example, I know somebody who worked for Okta, He introduced me to Dan Klaas at PlexTrack, and we just you know we started doing connections, and I you know I introduced Dan to someone else, and so it's just it's a way for us to kind of build those relationships, build that community, right. and help you know further the, the, the broader tech ecosystem.
1: And the more that we have those connect to that connective you just described the stronger our tech ecosystem, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I love this. Uh, well, the tech scene is uh, is vibrant. Uh, this is probably one of the most amazing lineups that I've seen through uh, Develop Idaho. So thanks for all the work that you and McKinsey's put together and the, and the whole uh, Develop Idaho team. We really appreciate that.
0: No, yeah, I can't. I, I, I'm just here speaking on behalf of the broader team. It was truly a team effort, and this great group of, of uh, people that really helped Put this together, and,
1: and I can't thank you know McKinsey and Idaho Technology Council and others enough. And well, and, Sa- Samuel Kalki, our, our uh, you know, project manager over this whole area, he just raves about you guys. He's going, he does actually a couple times he did a backflip out there when he was doing it, and I was surprised. Um, Moshe Herman tried to do that, but here is back, so we have to keep an eye on him. But anyway, that being said, Dave, thank you so much. This is going to be exciting again, it's going to be happening. Uh, develop Idaho. February 16th at 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. over at the Boise uh, State University in the, the Jordan Ballroom in the Student Union Building. That's correct. So, and um, if anybody has any questions about it, there's, uh, there's free parking and all those type of things available. Uh, go on the Idaho Technology Council, idotechcouncil.org, and you can look at it, all the details on that. So anything else you'd like to share with us as we before, we before we let you go?
0: No, I just encourage people to register and come. I think it's going to be a great event. Um, Great opportunity to meet people and and learn something. So looking forward to seeing everyone.
1: Yeah, well, thanks so much, Dave. Uh, Thanks, thanks everybody, uh, for joining uh, uh, Innovation Matters. And uh, we are uh, really excited about discussing more about the tech scene and all the many amazing things taking place at Develop Idaho on uh, the 16th of February. So join us. Thanks and be safe out there. Thank you.
0: Innovation Matters is a production of the Idaho Technology Council. For membership information and to get involved, visit our website at idahotechcouncil.org.
1: Thanks for listening and helping us transform Idaho's future together.